The Cigar Dave Show podcast is presented by Diamond Crown. Sit back, relax, pour a drink, and light up a Diamond Crown as you begin the show with the general, Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. National Bourbon Heritage Month is upon us. The month of September, we celebrate the spirit, which is America's native spirit. Actually, really, we have rum, then it was rye, but bourbon is considered to be America's native spirit because it is primarily made out of corn. By law, it must be made of at least 51% corn which is plentiful and abundant in the United States. So we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month. We have a fantastic month full of great libation tastings. But we don't just celebrate bourbon. We've now encompassed it to celebrate all great American whiskeys and spirits. And I can tell you, not exactly the start to National Bourbon Heritage Month that I was planning on when we've got the largest hurricane, Hurricane Irma, churning out about to whack the entire state of Florida. Not fun, my fellow alphas. Long-ass greetings and salutations. A long-ass snappy salute. Semper delictatio, always pleasure and always safety. And uh, we always say, make America great again. Long live the alpha. And may every Floridian and those in the path of Irma be safe. I come to you from Command Center Alpha. I will tell you right off the bat, we are not conducting live broadcast maneuvers today because we are preparing for evacuation maneuvers because the entire state, and when we were recording this, it's right about noon on Friday, September 8th, and I can tell you that preparations are underway in the entire state, and panic, I wouldn't say panic has set in. It's not panic, but major concern. Initially, those of us here on the west coast of Florida, here in the Cigar City, we saw that the track was going to head along the eastern coast of Florida. It has been gradually shifting, the projected track gradually shifting, and I just checked the track again. This is as of 11 a.m. Friday, September 8th, when we are recording this, recording it just around noon. So about an hour ago, looking at the projected track, it is now going to come right up the spine, right up the center of Florida, and actually it shifted, so it looks as though Marco Island, Naples are all going to get hit with the eye. Again, this is just a projection. This can change by the time that this uh, the Cigar Dave show airs noon to two live Eastern time on uh, most of our affiliates and on CigarDave.com and the Cigar Dave mobile app, and travel up the state through Lakeland, just south of Gainesville, and then head up uh, Gainesville up through, again, uh, Valdosta, Georgia, and then make its way to Atlanta and then out. But the track can change. It has been shifting constantly. So I'm going to evacuate. Uh, Sergeant Steve has evacuated. Uh, we are 
the important thing about being a five-star here, fellow alphas and lieutenants, never panic. Always have a plan. Always have a backup plan. And when the backup plan fails, have a tertiary plan. Well, we have always had a backup and tertiary plan here at uh, the Cigar Dave Show, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network, because we have been through these before. Been through these in 2004, where we had, I think, four storms in about a six-week period. The difference here is that people are taking it far more seriously, especially, I think, after what we witnessed with Hurricane Harvey in Houston. With flooding, people having to evacuate, people are not screwing around. And I've got the Weather Channel on on one of the uh, set TV uh, sets, high-def sets here at Command Center Alpha, and they've got about 12, 14 reporters throughout the southeast. So we're going to monitor it, but uh, I am going to evacuate, and I can tell you that the harem has already been evacuated. All 32 members of the harem have been safely evacuated. The dance poles in which they have to entertain me, of course, those are going on a separate flight up to a classified, secure location where I am going as well. In fact, we have repositioned the harem. We have repositioned the harem. They will be going from missionary to reverse cowgirl or doggy. That decision will be made upon my arrival. We have to have a little levity during the uh, very serious situation. But everybody in the state of Florida, we've got people listening in Miami, Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, Tallahassee, Pensacola, Panama City, Atlanta, uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Every, there are just so many affiliates in the path and listeners. So uh, we hope everybody takes cover and is safe. And please, try to refrain from using the term hunker down, the most cliche overused term during any storm or hurricane. I'm, I'm trying not to use that. I'm going to say we are safely situated, safely situated a far better term. All right, so... One thing talking about uh, Hurricane Irma here is I got a kick out of Richard Branson. Came out with a tweet about four hours before the uh, full force of Irma was going to hit, saying they're going to retreat to a concrete wine cellar under the house. It is good to know that he's got a concrete wine cellar. Now, the rest of his compound on Necker Island, a private island that uh, he owns and resides on, is destroyed, is, is, is just totally whacked. But not everybody has their own private concrete hardened wine cellars. But for those of you that are in the path of Irma, hopefully you are evacuating, and hopefully we can provide a little bit of uh, entertainment here. And in the, I can tell you that at the bottom of the hour, we have got a fantastic spirit tasting. When I was up in Buffalo in the Western New York Theater of Operations for the Cigar Day Valfel Pleasure Fest on the water mid-August, I took a side trip a couple hours south of Buffalo to Southern Tier Distilling, and I met with Ross Seeley, the managing partner, one of the master distillers, had a chance to tour the distillery and sample all of their libations. They have nine libations, and I can tell you their smoked bourbon whiskey off the charts. They have a 2X hopped, hop-flavored whiskey that is incredibly unique. They're American whiskey. They've got a 50-50, 50% New York corn, 50% New York wheat off the charts. Even their vodka. I am not a vodka drinker, but their vodka was fabulous, and their citrus gin, incredible. So we will be spending an hour and a half talking about Southern Tier Distillery, and we've also got a great interview set up next week. While I was up in the Boston Theater of Operations a couple of weeks ago, I spent a half day at Bully Boy Distillers with Dave Willis and Will Willis, their spirits 
off the charts. The problem is you can't get these spirits across the country. There are ways you can get them, but we want to make you aware of some spirits that maybe you're not as familiar with. You may not see them at your retailer, but these are spirit and distillery companies that are going to be on the radar, on the radar of true spirit whiskey, bourbon, gin uh, connoisseurs. No question about it. So National Bourbon Heritage Month, we've got some great interviews, and we always end it with a full two-hour bourbon tasting. Now, talking about Hurricane Wilma, I happen to be on Twitter. I'm on Twitter on a regular basis. I find it a great way to keep up with the news events. And Flight Radar 24, which I follow, was tracking Delta Flight 431. Uh, I believe this was on, uh, I want to say, Thursday or Wednesday. And it was going right Wednesday. Thank you, Sergeant Steve. Wednesday went right into, approached into Hurricane Irma. Now, an American Airlines JetBlue bound for San Juan, as they got closer, they moved away. Now, the question is why any of these flights were dispatched in the first place. If I'm an airline dispatcher, I look and say, we're not going to send these planes there. We know this thing is coming. By the t I mean, you can plan that. That's pretty easy. But Delta Flight 431 continued on, and then they had a quick 50-minute turnaround, went back to JFK, a 737 900, actually 737-932 ER extended range. And on the departure, they flew between the outer bands. Now, I can tell you, if I am an airline captain, I'm a pilot myself, no way in hell do I agree to fly that flight. Now, they returned safely. The odds are, well, I don't know if the, what the odds are, but to me, that is endangering the safety of the passengers and the crew. Now, Delta said, oh, because our great meteorologists and our great dispatchers and our, our captain and our, our pilots, I'm sorry, risky. And if I go to that airport and, they say, and I look at that radar and they say, oh, yeah, we're flying it anyway, I say, you know what? I think I'm going to stay put. I'll reschedule my flight. A little bit too risky for my taste. Not exactly in my wheelhouse. All right. The National Football League season began last night. By the time you hear this show, uh, Saturday September 9th, it will have taken place on Thursday evening. To say that I was absolutely stunned that the New England Patriots were defeated in Foxborough on their home turf by the Kansas City Chiefs, 42-27, to would be a gigundous understatement. Absolutely shocked at that upset. I watched the, uh, the game, and after the first series or two, I'm like, oh boy, Brady hasn't missed a beat. This he's going to carve them up. This game could be 68 to nothing by the end of the half. But it's the National Football League. You never know what's going to happen. Just like the New England Patriots came back in a Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs came back. What an incredible game. And I especially enjoyed, I received so much pleasure out of watching former Buffalo Bill, the defensive back for the uh, Buffalo Bill, Stephon Gilmore, get burned on multiple uh, occasions, including on the first touchdown by Kansas City. It was a thing of beauty. Stephon Gilmore, a guy that, that would always point the finger, whenever there was a blown coverage, he'd always point at everyone else in the backfield, never himself, that said he should be paid amongst the elite. He's at a, an elite cover corner. He was absolutely smoked. The Kansas City wide receiver blew past him like uh, it was the difference between a Ferrari and a Yugo. 
I mean, blew right past him. There was probably 15-yard separation by the time the guy caught the ball and then burst into the end zone. Wasn't even close. So to say that this Buffalo Bills fan was absolutely ecstatic would be a tremendous understatement. It was absolutely a beautiful thing. Okay, let me bring up something that is very concerning. We know that many millennials tend to be on the soft side. They need safe spaces. They're very scared and afraid. Just think about this. If they're afraid of people disparaging them or people offending them, imagine how afraid they would be with Hurricane Irma approaching the Florida Peninsula and the Southeast. They get under their covers and they want a little safety blanket and be get into the little safe room and be, be afraid. I mean, these people are, if you tell them good morning the wrong way, they're offended. They need a safe space. Well, there is a new type of chocolate. Chocolate. We think there's milk chocolate, dark chocolate. White chocolate was discovered 80 years ago. And by the way, people think that white chocolate is actually uh, ch- changed with altered with food color. That's not the case. White chocolate naturally white. Well, Nestle's has been working on a new shade of chocolate with a special special type of cocoa beans that come from the Ivory Coast, Ecuador, and Brazil. It is a pink chocolate. Pink chocolate, 100% natural. It has taken them a decade to perfect this chocolate. Now, what is the name of the chocolate that they are calling this? Millennial pink. How appropriate. Millennial pink. Do you? I don't care how good this chocolate is. Do you think I would ever, ever be caught consuming millennial pink chocolate? No way, no shape, no how. Not going to happen. Now, Nestle's is trying to reposition the brand, uh, reposition the name of the chocolate and call it Ruby chocolate. So they're trying to get away from Millennial Pink. But the reality is, all these stores, they're going to call it Millennial Pink. They're trying to release this by Valentine's Day so that people can buy this, and it's kind of a unique unique novelty. Now, one thing that Nestle scientists have been working on that they believe will be available next year, chocolate with a reduction in sugar by 40%. Now, if that happens, I, I love chocolate. I've stayed away from... I have a little chocolate, but really... For about the last year, I've stayed away from sugar. But 40% reduction in chocolate, yeah, I'll have just a little, enough to satisfy my taste. But I can tell you one thing. Never, never in a million years will I ever taste or eat millennial pink chocolate. And this is just an indication of what we're seeing. All the, the, the wussification of the... Beta male. We have seen this. They're all at college campuses. They all need their safe spaces. They all are offended by everything. Everything is 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 scared, is afraid. It sets them off. They're set off by the wrong coffee, by the wrong greeting, by disagreeing with them. If you debate, forget debating them. I mean, debate used to be encouraged on college campuses. I remember when I was a student at Syracuse University from 1982 to 1986. We engaged in vigorous debate all the time on our dorm floor, out uh, having pizza, having beer, at football games, basket. We engaged in healthy debate. There were many a night spent in the common area on the dorm floor where we would all kind of congregate and uh, solve the problems of the world and engage in healthy debate. 
we all had differing views, but we're all respectful. We, we defended our positions vigorously. But I can tell you one thing. If things didn't go our way or we were offended by some, something somebody said, we, we just engaged in more vigorous debate. We didn't kowtow and we didn't hide. So to those millennials and to those softies on college campuses, those betas, enjoy your millennial pink chocolate. For this alpha, we'll enjoy milk chocolate or dark chocolate, hopefully some sort of chocolate, a darker chocolate, a milk chocolate with almonds or nuts. In fact, just throw me a Snickers bar and I'm happy. The National Cigar Litation Ceremony is next. If you miss any of the general show, you can catch up anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Presented by Diamond Crown. Listen to the most recent show simply by opening the app with our continuous replay. Or you can download a podcast of a past show. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store to get it. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, on this very unique weekend where Hurricane Irma is fast approaching the Florida Peninsula, 
and is going to affect the entire Southeast. We will conduct our National Cigar Litation Ceremony. And wherever you are in the Southeast, I hope that you are securely safe. The rest of the country, carry about enjoying college football and enjoying your cigars and libationary maneuvers. And I have selected today a cigar that was released back in mid-July at the Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas from Rocky Patel, the Rocky Patel Vintage 2006 San Andreas. It is a Mexican San Andreas wrapped over a Connecticut Broadleaf Binder Nicaraguan fillers. This is a hearty cigar. The San Andreas wrapper, a lot of flavor, beautiful dark Maduro wrapper. Maron is what they call it. Very spicy. Rocky wanted a cigar that was very robust in flavor, robust in power, but still very smooth, and as Rocky would say, very balanced. Comes in four different sizes. Comes in a Robusto, a Toro, a Magnum 6x60, but I have pulled out the Churchill. Seven inches in length, 48 ring gauge. Suggested retail is 1010. Beautiful looking cigar. Has a magnificent looking orange band upon it. And that's what I will enjoy today. The Rocky Patel Vintage 2006, aged 11 years. And by the way, if you have not checked out our Cigar Retailers Convention coverage, go to CigarDave.com. It is right on the homepage. We've got great videos from multiple manufacturers, including spending a lot of time and a lot of laughs in Rocky Patel's booth at the uh, convention show floor. So make sure you check that out. But I will enjoy the Rocky Patel Vintage 2006 today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Using good old-fashioned butane with flint-based litation. Nothing fancy, but it does the job. All right, I'm going to put the, put this, or the end of the cap of the cigar. And as I toast this cigar, get ready to puff and rotate. Most every major cigar manufacturer are in the path of Hurricane Irma. Padron, Perdomo, Altadas, J.C. Newman, Fuente... The list goes on and on and on. Rocky Patel down in Naples, the Cigar Dave Show, we're all in this path. So I can tell you we are all hoping for the best. We're planning for the worst. We are hoping for the best. We are not panicking, but we are preparing. And that's what any good alpha does as I puff and rotate. The Rocky Patel Vintage 2006 is lit. Excellent. Let us all be safe as Hurricane Irma approaches. We'll celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month next. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
Wow, he's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Starting our tour today at Southern Tier Distilling's Tasting Room with Ross Seeley, the managing partner, one of the distillers. Ross, as I look to my left here, I see an entire wall of all your great Southern Tier Distilling products. And of course, that smoked bourbon whiskey is making my mouth drool right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty interesting spirit. It's 80% uh, corn and then the, the two malts that are in it give it its actual smoked flavor. So we have a cherry wood smoked malt and a, uh, a, a beer malt, actually, that we buy from the brewery. So it's a, it's a really good uh, mixing bourbon. And we should mention that we're in Lakewood, New York, which is right by Chautauqua Lake, about an hour and a half south of Buffalo. And your brewery that you mentioned is Southern Tier Brewing. A, uh, I guess we could call it a sister company just down the road here, and they've been extremely successful. Tell us the background of Southern Tier Distilling. Tell us your background. How did you decide that you were going to set up a distillery in a very, I wouldn't say very remote, but a relatively remote, not certainly a big city mecca known for distilling? Well, that, that's actually a good, uh, good conversation. The, the, the reason we started a distillery, uh, Finn and I, was the fact that we both enjoyed really good brown spirits, good bourbons, good rye, and having a sanitary welder background, I had actually built three stills myself, and uh, theoretically, not breaking the law, but maybe I distilled at home and achieved uh, 93 ABV at home, so it, the it became more than a hobby at that point. So we kind of decided to pull the trigger and uh, do the real thing, order to still from Germany, and here we are. The reason we're in Lakewood is, well, Finn's uh, wife was from here, and I lived in the area, and we really didn't want to have to move out to do business. So we wanted to tough it out and do the right thing and keep it local. So we stayed right here. You're referring to Finn, who is? Uh, Finn is the founder of Southern Tier Brewery and my business partner also. So, really makes no difference where you are as long as you've got the right people distilling and the right ingredients. And in New York State, you got plenty of great uh, natural, uh, I guess, farm to distillery resources, including some incredible corn. In fact, on the drive down from Buffalo this morning, I must have passed by maybe 30 different sweet corn farms because a number of them had signs that on the way back, I'm definitely tempted to stop and pick some up. Yeah, this is a pretty amazing area as far as crops. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, you can drive for hours and pass corn. Uh, we resource all our stuff from a farmer in Canandaigua, and uh, he owns a 1,000 acres, and he also leases a 1,000 acres. So he provides us with our corn, our rye, our barley, 
Um, all of our products are New York State based. So, no, go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna say because New York State is one of the things they've done is we know that New York State isn't the most business friendly state, but when it comes to distilleries, they've been extremely on the cutting edge because they've encouraged craft distilleries to open up and thrive if you purchase New York State raw ingredients. No, that's absolutely absolutely right. Uh, Chuck Schumer uh, loosened a couple of the strings and, and made it easier to start a distillery, you know, not as heavy taxes. As long as you do keep it in New York and one hand washes the other, they're, they're willing to deal with you. So it's been, a, it's been very helpful. How many years has Southern Tier Distilling been in operation? Uh, the concept was about five years ago. We started setting equipment, you know, the still from Germany three years ago, and we've been distilling for almost two years. But we've only been open for less than a year because we really wanted to make great products before we opened our doors. One of the things we see with many distilleries that open up is there's an immediate need and tendency to bring in cash to uh, just release products and bourbons, whiskeys, before they're really ready to go. You didn't succumb to that because the first whiskey was what, the smoked bourbon whiskey, or was it the American whiskey? No, the, the American whiskey was the first, and that nobody makes a whiskey like that. That is a double-oaked, hand-charred oak whiskey, and even the uh, white oak is from Western New York also. So it's a pretty original idea that we came up with. Well, we'll sample that. I know I sampled that at the at the Alpha Pleasure Fest in uh, Buffalo in August, and it was certainly off the charts. But there's so many distilleries that open up and say, oh, we've got to immediately start selling products. So they'll do, you know, vodkas or they'll do gins. Uh, was that the first evolution? But then you really let your whiskeys rest and age properly? Yeah, that's, that's right. So in October, or I'm sorry, in November 11th, we will be launching our, our straight bourbon, which will be over two years old. And soon after that will be our straight rye. We, we want to do everything the right way make it the best product we can. And of course, we'll, we'll set barrels aside and start aging them three, four, five, six, seven years also. Now, currently Southern Tier Distilling products only available in New York State. And you mentioned that there is a, uh, th that Finn has a uh, uh, ownership of a brew pub down in Pittsburgh. So there is one location in Pittsburgh where Southern Tier Distilling's products are available, but primarily right now, just in New York State. That's correct. Uh, we will expand soon, but we really want to, uh, you know, get New York State saturated first and then go from there. We want to do one thing right at a time instead of spreading too thin. With Ross Seeley, the managing partner, one of the distillers at Southern Tier Distilling, Lakewood, New York, uh, right by Chautauqua Lake, Southern Tier of uh, Western New York, an hour and a half south of Buffalo. And as we celebrate National Bourbon Heritage Month, we also celebrate all American spirits. And uh, Ross, let's take a look over at your wall here as we are in the tasting room. Let's uh, review the product samplings before we move into the distillery itself and uh, where all the barrels are being aged. And give us a quick tour here because you've got a really broad product offering right now. We do. Um, we've worked hard on every single one of them. That's why it took us so long to open our doors. Let's start out with this 2X hopped uh, whiskey. This has killed it, actually. It's done very well. It's the only uh, product that we don't mash here. The, we buy the wort from Southern Tier Brewery, and uh, we dry hop it down here with the exact same four hops that they use for their 2X IPA, and then we char our own white oak, and it ages for about six months on that white oak. 
I can't wait to try that because when we talk about a beer that's hoppy, it's got a little bit of that bitterness, if you will, that, that, that bite. So this whiskey has that hoppiness to it, which I don't think I've ever had a whiskey or a bourbon or any sort of distilled spirit that's, involved, that's got hops uh, involved with it. No, that's exactly right. And we kind of did this product for ourselves. We took a chance, and it is, I believe, our second uh, largest selling product. So the chance, it worked out in, in the long run. Next, we move to the Southern Tier Distilling Small Batch 50-50 American Whiskey. Interesting. 50% New York wheat, 50% New York corn. I can assume that that wheat really smooths it out. It does. The wheat, uh, the longer wheat sits on oak, it tends to get a little bit sweeter than corn. Corn kind of finishes dry, so we wanted uh, two takes on the American whiskey. We have a straight corn, and then we have the 50-50, and both of those are double oaked, hand-charred oak first, and then used bourbon barrel second. It, and it, they're aged for about 18 months, a year and a half, so they're really good uh, sipping whiskey, mixing whiskey, done very well with them. Then we move over to the whiskey that just blew me away, the Southern Tier Distilling Smoke Bourbon Whiskey, 100% New York corn. That smokiness, absolutely off the charts, extremely unique. Yeah, it's our, our, it's our number one largest selling whiskey at this point, for sure. Um, we have no regrets. It's worked out very well. People love it. You know, just like your cigar event, it, it mixes really well with cigars or anything like that. And it's a very unique uh, mixing whiskey. A lot of these mixologists are enjoying it because it has that smoky bite to it. So in, in, in a mixology recipe, instead of a tequila, they might use our smoked bourbon now. Well, Ross, I'm going to have to disagree with you politely because <laughs> that smoke, your smoked bourbon whiskey is so good. To me, it's a travesty <laughs> to put it in to any sort of, as a mixer. I put that in a snifter after the show that we did after the, the Cigar Pleasure Fest and sipped it straight up with a beautiful uh, Gurkha Ghost cigar, and it was phenomenal. That would go up against any cognac or any sort of top-shelf spirit in my mind because just sitting there, the aroma, the taste, even to put an ice cube in that, to me, is just <laughs> sacrosanct. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Now we move on to uh, some of, well, let's, let's stay in the, the whiskey yeah, category. So, yeah, then we go over to the straight American whiskey, which was 100% corn. It's the same as the 50-50, just a different uh, uh, mash bill. Really good stuff, really good to mix, really good to sip, uh, everything about it. They're both super dark, and that's because of the double oak. We don't add any sugars, any coloring, any flavoring to anything we make here. So great whiskey. And, you know, it's some people like your weeded bourbons and some people like your drier bourbons. So we did, a, you know, like a weeded bourbon would be the 50-50 and a straight up one would be the 100% corn. And also eight, aged 18 months on the American whiskey? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So everything you've got here, you've been sitting on a lot of product before you finally released it. And now you've got even more that we'll see in the, in the barrels in the uh, aging, uh, uh, I don't call it the aging rooms, the aging racks. You're not rushing anything. You've got plenty of stuff that you're going to sit on for the next number of years. No, that's exactly right. We have almost 600 barrels on the premise, and we already have 330 barrels of bourbon, 60 barrels of rye. I can't remember how many smoke bourbon. So we have plenty of stock so we can do it right and continue aging. And you're still distilling every, every day, every week? We distill every day, 40,000 pounds of grain a month. 40,000 pounds a month. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. 
By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In the fertile fields of the Connecticut River Valley, there is still one cigar brand who grows their own Connecticut shade wrappers, Monte Cristo. Prized for its unique silky texture, this exquisite tobacco has now been used to craft a cigar worthy of its name, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut. Building on the legacy of the beloved Monte Cristo White series, this excellent medium to full-bodied cigar is rich, flavorful, and complex. Crafted with only the finest vintage 2008 wrapper leaves, the Monte Cristo White Vintage Connecticut Cigar has subtle notes of spices, vanilla, and hazelnuts. Packaged in a gorgeous handcrafted box, these exceptional cigars are available now at your local tobacconist. Pick up a Monte Cristo White Vintage today and experience the spirit of the valley. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Now we move into some white spirits, starting out with the Southern Tier Distilling Small Batch Vodka. So the vodka, what a nightmare that turned into. We thought it was going to be easy, and uh, boy were we surprised. We ended up distilling it five times, uh, using an incredible amount of carbon in a whole series of uh, filters, and that's probably why we won an international national uh, silver. So very hard to do with uh, spirit with that many uh, varieties out there. We did very well with it. And also corn-based? 100% wheat. We tried. 100% wheat? Yeah, we started out with corn, and we are not Tito's. We threw it out. We went with wheat. It's a, it's a better product all the way around. Why is, it, why is wheat better than a corn-based vodka? Uh, wheat is neutral to begin with. It is just a very clean grain, and it's very easy because vodka is called an NGS, neutral grain spirit. You really want to just taste 
ethanol and the essence of whatever it's made out of. And in my opinion, uh, wheat is a superior vodka. Well, just like when you add wheat into a whiskey, really tames it down. Very it nice, smooth flavor. That's exactly right. Now we move on to the Southern Tier Distilling Citrus Gin. Boy, I can't wait to sample that. Yeah, so we have two gins. We have the Citrus and the London Dry. Uh, totally different. The Citrus is what you would call Citrus Forward Gin. Um, a lot of lime peel, lemon peel, orange peel, coriander, grains of paradise. Um, we actually make our gin from our vodka, so it's a very expensive gin to make because we want the best NGS we can to start out the recipe. Uh, done very well with it. People love it. Starts out with an award-winning uh, neutral grain spirit from the vodka, and then you, you infuse it with the various botanicals and citrus parts. So when we say the London Dry Gin, we would think of a Bombay Sapphire type of uh, type of flavor. Similar, how does that differ from the citrus gin? Yeah, the, so the difference would be in, in our gin basket, because we actually do vapor infuse our gin the real way they do in England. Um, with the citrus gin, you're going to have about 18 pounds of juniper in that basket. But with the London Dry, you're going to have that heavy pine nose to it. So we actually use 24 pounds of juniper and less of the sweet stuff. I, you know, I won't go through the whole mash bill right now, but it, they're two totally different gins, totally different flavor profiles. One makes a good martini, and the other one's going to make a nice uh, cocktail for the summertime with, with a, with a uh, citrus profile. So. Well, there's only one way to find out. I'm going to have to sample them both. <laughs> we are going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> now let's uh, stay uh, also at a, at a, uh, uh, a uh, somewhat neutral grain uh, spirit, but we'll go to the New York corn whiskey, which we would call kind of the, uh, uh, I guess, what do they call that? The um, not moonshine, but kind of the, it trying to remember. It actually is moonshine. It's a straight up moonshine. And the, the reason we made it is because some people just want a really nice mixing uh, liquor so for the bang for the buck it's a, it's a very low price and it's 50 or 100 proof 50 percent alcohol and we make uh, moonshine lemonades we sell a million of them during the summer I think white lightning is what i was thinking yeah, of white but lightning yeah there's yeah. a lot of names for it exactly. but the one thing about the corn whiskey is that you can really smell that sweetness mm -hmm. and it's got a sweet uh, taste so is that aged at all, or that's strictly? No, that, that's what they call white dog. So, but we do a couple extra steps to make ours smooth. I'm not going to say that because people copy it because ours is very, very good. Gotcha. And then uh, last but not least, we've got the Southern Tier Distilling Maple Aged Spirits, which is distilled from blackstrap molasses and New York State maple syrup, similar to a rum, but you can't call it a rum. That is correct. The government said because we put a little bit of uh, maple syrup in it, we can no longer call it a rum, even though 200 years ago, presidents were making 100% maple syrup rum and labeling it as rum. So it's one of those government deals. It is an awesome product. It is barrel aged. It's amazing. It's everybody who drinks it says this is one of the best rums I've ever had. Put it on your pancakes in the morning or your waffles. Oh, God, yeah. Yep. <laughs> With Ross Seeley at Southern Tier Distilling, Ross is the managing partner and one of the distillers, as we are uh, now in the tasting room, so we've given you the entire lineup of Southern Tier Distilling. They've got three, six, nine, plus there's a new rum also that we sampled, which we will get to, and I see you've also got Southern Tier Brewing chocolate rum balls made with rum and creme brulee beer. You've got something for everybody here in the tasting Yeah, well, this is actually a local person who makes these out of our stuff. Um, and sh we sell it for her here because, you know, we, we really try to get everybody in here. We have uh, four or five different local wines. We have candles that are made out of bourbon, you know, 
so it kind of helps everybody out to get other stuff in our tasting room. Well, I'm, I'm looking right now at this candle, and I had to open it up because it says Southern Tier Distilling, and on the bottom it is a, uh, it is a candle with, is there bourbon in here? It smells sweet, whatever yeah, it is. There's two flavors. I think one is bourbon, and I can't remember what the other one is. But they're That's, This is the American whiskey. Yeah, people go crazy over these candles. They are really good. Right, and let me, let me take a look at this one. Ah, this is the maple bourbon. Hold on, i got to smell this one. Got to smell that one. If you grab that, Ross, we'll smell that. Oh, that w you want to eat this candle. Yeah, it smells that good. really good. Ah, this is very zen. You know, in, it, at, at Command Center Alpha in my office, I always have a couple of candles going. Nothing chicky, though. Nothing chicky. <laughs> but it's very calming, very relaxing. With this maple, uh, uh, maple bourbon candle, I'm sure it is absolutely off the charts. Ross, I think we've gotten the full lineup now, and I'm looking through the door, and I see that there is the three, 400 barrels that you just started to mention, and I think we need to head in there. And as I walked in, Ross, I could smell the aroma of the whiskey. You could literally, 10 feet from the door, I could smell it. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're, we're closer to 600 barrels. Um, I'll just start you out right here. This is our conditioning room. It's something that uh, I don't know if anybody else does it. This, uh, this room holds 120 barrels. We take the barrels up to 115 degrees, and then we cool them back down to ambient temperature, and we do this uh, many times for a year and a half, and then we take them out of the room. What that does is it lets the product heat up, uh, expand and contract, ebb and flow, and that's how white oak works. Uh, a good example of that is in Kentucky. They have really warm summers and really cold winters. So two years in Kentucky, it takes Scotland six years to do what two years in Kentucky does, and that's a fact. So we, we tried to create our own environment, and it has worked very well. So when we come out with our straight bourbon and our straight rye, in my opinion, it will be far superior. Because of the heat and the cold, and especially with the Buffalo summers, or the Lakewood, Chautauqua Lake summers, as well as the winters, you get that contraction and expansion. That's exactly right. And the, the other thing we have going for us is we have some of the finest barrels they make in the U.S. The reason they're so good is our barrels are actually air-dried for the first couple of years instead of kiln-dried, so the natural sugars don't get baked out of the wood right away. Uh, a lot of barrels go right to a kiln, and they take them down to 7% humidity, and they're done. Ours don't do that. They sit outside naturally, and then they ship them to us. So. You mentioned that it is New York State oak that is used in these barrels? No, the barrels are from Kentucky. We Kentucky. actually, our American whiskey, we char our own staves by hand, uh, yours truly and our two distillers. So we actually have our own oaking process for our 50-50 in our American whiskey. But with our straight bourbon, yes, brand new uh, Kentucky barrels. Gotcha. And as I look over here, we see that this is bourbon whiskey. Yep. And it shows it was filled March 9th, 2016. So we're almost at a year and a half on this bourbon whiskey. Yeah, we have ones over here that are just, just under two years. Uh, we have 330 barrels of bourbon waiting. So we're, we're pretty excited to have our bourbon party. We're going to get a band and a tent and the whole nine yards because uh, it's kind of been a, my business partner, and it's been our goal to make straight bourbon. This is kind of our opus, so to speak. So, uh, I think I need one of the first bottles so we can <laughs> we can uh, conduct uh, libation maneuvers. Now, you have just opened up 
one of the barrels. This There's is the maple age spirit, and that is over a year old right there in the barrel. And this is a black swan barrel, which has a, it has a honeycomb cut in it, which means there's much more surface area. I'm going to take a whiff here. Yeah. Oh my God, that is incredible. <laughs> I can't even describe that. That's it is the bourbon, the maple. It is it is so aromatic. It is incredible. And I'm looking down. The Angels share have gotten their share. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I think a quarter of that barrel has gone to the Angels. The Angels have been pretty hard on us here, but it's worth it. <laughs> and as we talk about the Angels share, that is the amount of uh, bourbon or spirit that uh, basically evaporates due to evaporation it just it goes to the angels that's exactly right it enters the white oak and some of it makes it all the way through and leaves us <laughs> the cigar dave show podcast is presented by diamond crown sit back relax pour a drink and light up a diamond crown as you begin the show with the general Cigar Dave. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, it is a most unique weekend here in the Cigar City of Tampa as we're preparing for Hurricane Irma. In fact, I'm recording this on Friday, September 8th because I'm in a mandatory evacuation zone. Many other people in the Cigar City of Tampa being evacuated. We're evacuating and we're also taking the harem with us as well as a secure amount of cigars and libations to get us through the next few days. We're celebrating National Bourbon Heritage Month. Not the way we wanted to start the month, but I spent a half day, actually a day up at Southern Tier Distillery, just about two hours south of Buffalo with Ross Seeley, talking with him about their great spirits. They have phenomenal, phenomenal spirits. They're going to be a big player, mark my words. They're smoked bourbon whiskey. They're 2X hop flavored whiskey. We sampled them all. So now we send you up to Buffalo, Southern Tier Distillery with Ross Seeley. With Ross Seeley, managing partner and one of the distillers at Southern Tier Distilling, Lakewood, New York, right near Chautauqua Lake. We are in the barrel aging, uh, not even room, warehouse. And as we walk around to the corner here, I see the where it all happens, where all the distilling uh, goes. And you've got uh, quite the unique copper uh, still. Yeah, we have a 5,000-liter uh, Code still from Germany, which is uh, roughly 1,320 gallons. Uh, it's probably it's on the larger side for a craft distillery, but we wanted to kind of go big or stay home was, was our thought. And so far it's worked because we can, we can keep up with uh, demand, make a lot of product. So Now, every day you are doing something different on the still? 
Yeah, we do, we do everything. We do an NGS. We do what's called a low wine at 30%, or we'll make vodka. Now, what's a low wine? A low wine is when you skip the uh, bubble plate column, which is a refractionary still, and just go from the pot still to the condenser. So you're going to get about 30% alcohol. When would you use that? Uh, that is for making NGS. That's to which get is... it off the grain, and then you would still, distill it four more times at a very high ABV, alcohol by volume. And so each time that cracking device makes it purer and purer and purer. And when we say NGS, that is a neutral grain spirit, vodka or uh, gin or your corn whiskey? That's exactly right. Gotcha. And then so there are days when you will uh, distill the bourbon, the American whiskey. Is there any specific days that you do specific specific spirits? No, everything's based around our eight fermenters. We have eight uh, 5,800 liter fermenters, so when something's done fermenting, when it's reached zero gravity, when all, when the yeast is eating all the sugars, uh, we're ready to distill, and whatever we're in the mood for at that time, we will distill. And I'm looking at those fermenters. I don't think I've ever seen fermenters that high and that large. Yeah, like I said, we're a little bit larger scale than most uh, craft distilleries, but the fermenters match the size of the still and uh, of the mash reactor where we cook our grains. So everything coincides with the next. Do you get uh, it, it, most of these the raw materials, the corn, the wheat, you only get that primarily spring and summer because of the weather in New York State, or is it year-round? No, it's year-round. So our, the farmer we deal with actually uh, bags a t tons and tons of these grains specifically for us. And uh, so even in the middle of winter, we can get a semi-full. So 40,000 pounds is a 53-foot semi from front to back, 2,000-pound uh, totes. So it's worked out very well. So 12 months out of the year, you are getting wheat, you are getting corn, whatever other raw materials that you need right from New York State, relatively close by. Yeah, that's exactly right. And our rye also is from uh, Seth Pritchard, the farmer that we deal with. And rye has really made a big comeback, and that was really the original American spirit. First really rum, then rye, and then rye kind of went out of favor for corn, but rye's making a big comeback now. Well, you're in for a surprise today because we actually took down our oldest rye barrel yesterday, and it's sitting on the floor over there, so you're going to get to taste 116-proof uh, rye right out of the barrel, and I'm telling you, you are going to love it. And we continue our tour here at Southern Tier Distilling, Lakewood, New York, Chautauqua Lake with Ross Seeley, managing partner, as well as one of the distillers. And as we uh, walk by the, the stills, these are incredible. We'll, we, we've posted pictures because these are humongous. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a still this large. No, that's right. So today we're actually our distilling, so you get to watch it. And when I describe the two different stills we have, the actual uh, pot still distills in its own right, but we also have what's called a bubble plate column still. And as you can see right now, the alcohol is bouncing off each plate. When the vapors hit the plate, they, the, the, the poor alcohols recondense and go back down, but the finer alcohols work their way to the top. So it's a cracking device, just like they make diesel fuel and white gas and gas. So it's a very similar process. Uh, we'll call it a bubble plate column or refractionary still and it's one of the best ones you can buy so to, to best describe this imagine if you would a front loading washing machine this is exactly what it looks like when you see kind of the water going around and it really is incredible and uh certainly a lot of noise a lot of sounds and as we look over to the right there's a lot of action on the still but then when you see the final 
spirit come down, it comes off very, very slowly. Yeah. With a still our size, though, it is like a garden hose. It comes out pretty darn, uh, pretty darn fast. So. Now we see one of the gentlemen here. He's got. There's a big tube coming in off the, off these. I guess you call this the what? The secondaries. That's, that's the condenser. The condenser. Off the condenser. So what that does is that takes those really volatile vapors and turns them back into liquid because they are a high ABV and they are very flammable. So once they turn back into liquid, they go what's through what's called the parrot and you have three choices. You have heads, hearts, and tails. Now these gentlemen have already cut the heads. Now let's, let's talk about heads, hearts, and tails because this is very important. We have heard about people drinking spirits in Mexico at various resorts that have been blinded, that have died, uh, tremendous health reactions. And the reason, one of the reasons you can't distill at home is because alcohol can be extremely toxic. So let's talk about the heads the tails and the heart, and why they're so important, what they are, why they're so critical. They are super critical. So the heads is the only part that you don't keep. And what that is, is there's fossil fuels in there, there's aldehydes in there, and all kinds of nasty stuff. And you can instantly tell with your nose, we do several different steps. We look at the temperature, we look at the clarity of the product, and we of course smell with our olfactory to see what when the heads are cut. Those heads aren't good for you, but they're good for other things. You can sell them, you can clean with them. They just don't have ethanol only in them. They have other types of alcohol that, that a human can't consume. So the beginning, when it comes off the condenser, the heads, it takes a while until you get the clean spirit. That's exactly right. After that step, we get what's called the hearts. The hearts are the creme la creme. They, that's what you keep, that's what you uh, make your bourbon out of, your rye out of. Um, once you get to the hearts, you run that the better part of a day, and at the end of the run, the still starts getting up over 200 degrees, and you start bringing uh, moisture particles over and grain particles over, and that is going to be your tails. Your tails are fine, it's just you're not going to keep them because they're not uh, a perfect product, so we'll, we'll take the tails, collect them, and throw them in the next day's distillation. Key is you want the hearts, the heads, very toxic, got to be very, very careful and then the tails, you throw them back in the next day for distillation. That's exactly right. Now, what spirit is being uh, distilled right now here? Today they are doing what's called uh, an NGS. That's a high, uh, high rate ABV distillation. So this is gonna come down the line, it's gonna be our vodka or our gin. Uh, there's distilling over 180 proof right now. Over 180 proof. That's correct. So 90% yeah. alcohol by volume. You got it, baby. That's pretty, that's serious. You don't wanna drink that negative. After it comes off the condenser, it's going into a giant, it says, Transtor transportable system. It looks like a square tank. Yeah, we collect them in these tanks, and what we do is we do four batches together, and then we mix all those batches, and we distill those another uh, three times. So all together, it gets distilled five times to make a very pure product. Five times until it's ready to go. That's correct. Well, that's not including the carbon and the, the filtering, so. And as we know from carbon, uh, I've been down to the the Jack Daniels Distillery, and they use that uh, that charcoal filtering system, which really smooths everything out. And so, something similar you do here at Southern Tier. That's exactly right. We have what's called proofing tanks, and we take—I uh, won't say how much—but it's a specific amount of carbon per distillate gallon, and we uh, we put a pneumatic mixer on the proofing tank so we don't start any fires with the electric, and we will mix that for 24 hours. And then we uh, take the NGS, neutral grain spirit, off of the carbon, and it goes on to the next stage of making vodka or gin. 
from the condenser, it goes into this giant tank, and then from the tank, it goes where? Depends on what we're making. If it's vodka, it's going to sit on carbon and go through a really rigorous filtering. If it's bourbon or rye or smoked bourbon, we will take it down to what's called barrel proof. Our barrel proof is 116 proof. And then it goes right into a brand new virgin white oak barrel with a number four char. And then from the barrels, you bottle it. Just to our left here, you've got your bottling operation. You got it. Basically, it's all done by hand. I mean, you've got, you've got a nice a bottle machine here, but nonetheless, it's still pretty much the guys have to be here and pack it by hand. We're very labor intensive here. Everything is done by hand. The grinding, the milling, the, the uh, distilling, the bottling, the corking, it's all done by hand. And, but you know what? We work hard. We play hard. That's the fun way to do it. And I look here, and your slogan is, I like this, handmade in New York, Lakewood, New York, why the hell not? That's correct. Some people are afraid to do business in New York now. It's been a tough state, but I think it's coming around. Instead of moving out, we stuck it out. I would say also Lakewood, because when you think of Chautauqua County, Lakewood, you'd say there's a distillery, there's a big, uh, one of the national uh, craft brewers is located here, but you certainly are, and it really makes no difference where it's made. It's ultimately the quality of the product, and you've got that. That's right. All handmade. And you know what? We have been supported so well from the local community. It's crazy. You've got uh, probably about, it looks about 60 boxes of the small batch American whiskey with 100% New York corn. I will give you the address of the Pleasure Palace and Command Center Alpha. And, uh, and, and Ross, you can send it directly to me. <laughs> we actually do have a local liquor store because we can't sell stuff ourselves, but our local liquor store does have the license. They can ship it to you, Dave. There you go. That sounds like a winner. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. <laughs> that could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Day. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. 
$22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. With Ross Seeley, the managing partner, one of the distillers at Southern Tier Distilling, Lakewood, New York, right by Chautauqua Lake, about an hour and a half south of Buffalo in the Southern Tier of New York State. Right over here, and I'll get a thief and a glass for us. Perfect. And looking around here, again, this is the rye whiskey that I'm looking right now. And this barrel that we are going to sample, it was... uh, Put in the barrel January 29, 2016. So this is a year and a half old. A little bit more than that. Alcohol by volume 116. And uh, let's see. This is, it's got the batch number on there as well. Also has the amount of rye that goes in it, the amount of corn that goes in it, the amount of malted barley. Is that what the 32617 would be? That is correct, but we don't want to give too many seeds. I'm not going to tell what, what is what. Because that, when you taste this, you're going to want to know what the mash bill is. I was going to say, that could be a woman's measure. Well, 32, 61 would not be good. Neither would, well, 7 wouldn't be too bad. All right, this is magnificent. Let me just smell the barrel. Yeah. Oh, boy, that is incredible. Love the Southern Tier Distilling special. I guess they call these what? The Glencairn, yeah, the, uh, the whiskey glass. That's actually glasses. a real Glencairn. Beautiful. Got, there you go. It's got the logo on there, and I'm going to just swirl it around. Beautiful caramel golden yep. color. Again, this is 116 proof. That's correct. If anything happens to me... Wait till you taste it. All right. The aroma... Now, normally at 116, you'd think the aroma is going to knock you off with the alcohol. Not at all. Very oh, wonderful aroma. Very aromatic. Nice. All right. I will say cheers. Here we go. Wow. Now, it's got some spice and some yeah. sizzle at 116, but not bad at all. No, it's crazy. It is not nice warmth going down the esophagus. The flavor is amazing. amazing. It is flavor. incredible. This is absolutely magnificent. I'm going to take another sip of this. Again, this is the rye whiskey, 116 proof right out of the barrel. Take another sip here. Mmm. Mmm. Wow. Definitely peppery. You're literally one of the first people to ever taste it. Outstanding. This is huge. This Again. is our, uh, bourbon right here. If you'd like to try a little of that straight out of the barrel. I will do that. Now, Ross, you thought you had to cut this down with some water because I couldn't handle the 116 proof. But this is so smooth. I mean, this is, you could sell a, a, a barrel strength version of this without any problem. You absolutely could, and we have considered it. Um, Perfect. We'll probably bring it down to about 90 proof is what we're probably going to end up at with our, uh, with our rye. That'll be very pleasant. But a lot of warmth, a lot of sweetness. But the rye doesn't give you, give you a little bit of spice, but not what you traditionally think with a rye. Yeah, it's a very smooth rye. All right, next up, you said, is the bourbon. That's I'm going to let correct. you settle that. Yeah, that's almost two years old. Okay, and this came out of? Right here. Yep, October 15, 2015, so it almost is two years yeah. old. And uh, 116 alcohol by volume. One more time. Let me say cheers to you. Yes. 
Wow, nice sweetness on the on the nose here. Take a sip. Wow, very different. Much more corn. Yeah. More corn on it. Nice warmth. Very different than the rye. A little bit sweeter. But I got to tell you, even at barrel strength, no problem. I know it's crazy good, isn't it? And that the wheat and the bourbon—that's what creates that sweetness down the down the road, you know, with the aging process. Well, what get, what do you attribute the smoothness? Because even that 116 uh, alcohol by volume rye is still exceptionally smooth. Well, what we did is, like I said, we put these in our conditioning room for a year and a half and heated them and cooled them for a year and a half. So they get the, the, the action on these barrels has been very intense for a year and a half, which to my knowledge, I've never been to another place that does what we do. So wow. th there was 120 barrels that really got worked hard for the last year and a half. These are phenomenal. I'll tell you what, this bourbon is phenomenal. So this is the 50% wheat, 50% corn. No, 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 no. That's our American whiskey. This is a true straight bourbon. Oh, this so is the straight bourbon. Yep. That'll be that'll be two years old soon, and that is our own uh, mash bill, which is, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I won't tell the exact mash bill, but it is a heavy weeded bourbon, like your Weller's or Pappy Van Winkle's or your Buffalo Trace style bourbons, because you know why? That's what I like. <laughs> Sometimes, the, you know, people always say, well, when you do your show, General, what is it, you know, what's your objective? I say, I talk about things that I like to talk about. And as a distiller and as a managing partner of a distillery, make products that you want to enjoy, because if you enjoy it, chances are other people enjoy it as well. No, that's exactly right. That's what Finn and I talked about. We both like weeded bourbon, so he said, the heck with it. Let's just make weeded bourbon. This is a winner. It's very good. What will this go for a bottle? Uh, that'll be in the $40 range. For a craft distilled yeah. spirit to you, this is very reasonable. Yeah, handmade, um, all New York State product, and the best barrels you can buy. You can see how great those barrels are working. What a complete process it is for two years. It's amazing. Now, I would assume that you're going to keep some of these barrels and age them even longer and release them down the road. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we're going to definitely do what's called bonded bourbon. That would be four years, all from the same batch. There's many different types of uh, ages uh, with different names, but we definitely want to keep some of those barrels four, six, eight years. Ross, I have to tell you that both of these spirits right out of the barrel are phenomenal. The, the drinkability factor is through the roof. It's crazy, isn't it? And this is for breakfast. Yeah, we're, we're, we're recording this in the morning. This yeah. is, this is uh, what, about 11.30 in the morning. But when we started tasting, it was already about 10.30. But look, as alphas, we can handle it. You know, for betas, forget it. Yeah, we can just say rye. It's what's for breakfast. Exactly. Well, listen, I had a little corn. I had a little rye. It's all good. It's all, it's all, uh, you got to have your vegetables every day. The, the neatest part about this whole experience for me is the fact that I think about a farmer a couple hours away makes all these grains on his land and from grain to glass, we end up with this, these beautiful spirits that are so... It's just the, the satisfaction is unbelievable. It's hard to explain. I'm really impressed because I've had many spirits right out of the barrel at distilleries across the country. And some are, let's just say, a little bit uh, sharper than others coming out of the barrel. But both of these were smooth. There was no bite whatsoever. And again, you attribute it to the raw materials, to the grains, to the unique barrels uh, that, that you have made, uh, as well as just your... Uh, Really, your, your mash. That's correct. No stone unturned. That's the way we look at it. Outstanding. Well, we sampled the rye right out of the, out of the barrel and the new bourbon whiskey out of the barrel. 
Let's head back into the tasting room and do a complete tasting. That sounds like a great idea. Download the Cigar Dave mobile app for Android, Kindle, and iOS so you can listen to The General anytime, anywhere. The Cigar Dave mobile app is presented by Diamond Crown. Search Cigar Dave in the App Store today. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. cannot allow this show to go on without mentioning and remembering the events of 9-11, September 11th, 2001, hard to believe, 16 years ago. And just like this weekend, I will remember where I was and what I was doing for Hurricane Irma. I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing, my reactions the morning of September 11th, that sunny, clear morning not only in the Northeast, but in the Cigar City of Tampa as well. Remember exactly what took place. Remember the subsequent days. Remember the shock, the horror, that how could this happen? How on earth could this happen to the United States of America? But we do not forget. And here we are 16 years later, the war on terror continues. It's not over. Not over, in fact, we must be as vigilant as ever. So when I hear people that say, let everyone in, no problem. My answer is, it is a problem. It is a problem. Anybody that comes to this country that does not want to assimilate and share in our values, share in our customs, share in our American holidays and our American spirit and our American values is not welcome here. And to those that say we're being discriminatory by not letting everyone in, good, I discriminate. I discriminate against terrorists and Muslim extremists that do not want to subscribe to the American way of life. I'm discriminatory against those Muslim extremists that want to cause and inflict massive harm like they did the day in the morning of 9-11-2001. We will not forget. We do not forget. So I ask you, on Monday in the morning, take just a few minutes and pause and remember what took place. 
And let's be resolute and vigilant that we can never allow this to happen again. We can never allow people that want to harm us and kill us and not subscribe to our way of life in this country. Look at Europe. I don't want to be Europe. We're the United States of America. We're proud Americans. We've always welcomed immigrants who accept and embrace the American values and traditions and customs. My grandparents did it. My mother did it. They came here by choice. And so to all of you, please remember on 9-11 the importance of that day. Now we go back to the tasting room at Southern Tier Distillery, Lakewood, New York, with Ross Seeley as we taste their great products. The general front and center in the tasting room at Southern Tier Distilling, Lakewood, New York, with Ross Seeley, managing partner, one of the distillers at Southern Tier Distilling. Ross, let us go through the lineup that we will sample today. Well, we always like to start out when it comes to tasting with the NGS, a neutral grain spirit, so that's our vodka. Five times distilled, um, filtered through an immense amount of carbon that we won't disclose, and um, another whole process for removing the carbon, so... You can tell me what you think. I'm not a vodka connoisseur, not a big vodka drinker, but this is very smooth. Got a little bit of citrusy out, citrus taste on here, almost a sweetness. Very nice. Well, that, that is the residual wheat that you will, you know, it's you want it to taste like something, but you want it to taste like something good. And it's got a little mintiness to it as well. Very refreshing. Yep, all natural. So again, I'm not a vodka. I'm more of a brown spirit. But I would tell you, I would put this in my bar at Command Center Alpha without any problem. What do you get for a bottle of the vodka? Uh, the vodka is uh, $24.99. Very reasonably priced, and I'll tell you that is better than 95% of the vodkas I've sampled. And again, I'm not a vodka connoisseur, but I would drink that. That is very, very pleasant. Next up, we talked about your citrus gin. Cannot wait to sample this. Yep, this is just uh, this is a, a citrus forward gin, like I said before. Um, a lot of lime peel, orange peel, lemon peel, coriander, uh, sweeter things we put into this uh, mash bill. The aroma is off the charts on this. The nose is incredible. Yeah, the tasting room, uh, during the summer when we have a mixed uh, cocktail menu, we sell a ton of our citrus gin. People love it. I'm going to take a taste here. I will say cheers. Hang on. Oh, boy. Whoa, Nelly. That is incredible. That, this is so, again, Ross, I'll tell you, I would put this in a snifter. This would be perfect with a Connecticut Shade Wrap cigar, mild cigar, mild medium cigar. I'm telling you, most of the time, you don't drink gin straight up. I would drink this straight up as an after-dinner drink. People do. They actually put one ice cube in it and drink it the way it is. Perfect aperitif. Very, very pleasant. The citrus gin off the chart. Is this the bigger seller between both gins? It is. Um, citrus gin is definitely in right now. Okay. Now let me, again, the aroma on the London dry. I will say cheers on that. Wow. I got to tell you, um, no, no bull straight up. I think that these two gins could be amongst the finest gins I've ever tasted and Bombay Sapphire and Tangeray have nothing on you. No bull. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so this one is uh, more of that piney style of gin. You know, it's heavy on the juniper berry and um, little star anise and stuff like that. So it's a drier, uh, more pine-forward gin. But very smooth. No bite whatsoever. I'm going to take the citrus one more time. 
they're both outstanding. I kid you not. These are outstanding. Totally different. That's the cool part is you have two totally different gins. Suggested retail for each of these gins. Uh, those are about 35 bucks a bottle. Too cheap. These you could get. These, I'm telling you, these are better than the Tangeray and the, and the Bombay Sapphire without any question. I'm telling you, you could probably get 50 bucks a bottle for these and you'd sell every one you got. You know, you could, Dave, but our goal was to not scare everybody. Some of these uh, craft distilleries charge crazy prices for a bottle and it, it almost offends people. So we have taken our numbers and crunched them and, tr and brought them down as low as we can go. We make money, the liquor store makes money, and the people are happy. Well, it's a great recipe because people keep buying this and there's no doubt about it. Next, we're going to move on to a very unique spirit. When we talk about, and we've, we've had the Southern Tier Brewing uh, two times uh, uh, IPA, which has got a lot of flavor. This is the two times hop, hop flavored whiskey. I cannot wait to get to this. You know, this has been such a, a killer product for us. We sell so much. We just had another uh, 66 case order this week. Um, it's almost like we can't make enough of it. Now, I'm, the, aro the aroma on this, I mean, it smells like beer. It does. It is, it is literally made out of 2X IPA from Southern Tier Brewery. But it's got a little freshness to it as well. So let me say cheers. Cheers. I will take a sip here. Can't wait. Wow, that is unique. That is like whiskey and beer at the same time with that hoppiness, that, that beer flavor. That is off the charts. Yeah, and that's also in the mid-range of, you know, 30 bucks, so... Here's the problem, and I, as my professional, as, as a five-star that I see. We've got a coast-to-coast -coast audience, a worldwide audience, 150 stations across the country. We've got listeners across Europe, across Asia, down in Australia. They're going to start emailing me and sending me social media messages saying, great, General, my mouth is watering. Where can I get this? And I'm going to have to tell them you can only get it in New York State. Well, like I said, there's a local liquor store that actually ships all the way out to California. They have a, a shipping license, so they can, they can kind of send out whatever they want, and they've been sending quite a bit of our stuff out recently. So, Outstanding. I'm going to take another taste of this two times hop flavor whiskey. I mean, everything is good. It's outstanding. Wow. And let me just ask, in the tasting room here, if people are in the southern tier, if they're in Erie, Buffalo... When are you open for people to come in and enjoy samples? Our tasting room is open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, we don't, we're, not, we're more of a distillery than we are, but when we do open the bar, it is a true mixology bar. All the cocktails are created here, mixed here. We use the best mixers, which are Fever Tree. They're mo also the most expensive, but it's worth it to us. So. Well, I appreciate, appreciate you opening uh, up the tasting room special for uh, this general, no doubt about it. Next, we move into the Southern Tier Distilling Small batch American whiskey, 100% New York corn. This is batch three, bottle 877. And I love how on every single of your bottles, you put what batch number, what bottle. We do, and most of the labels are actually handwritten. This is, happens to be one of my favorite, personally, because of the fact that it is a double oaked, and we actually went through the process of charring our own oak staves, and it sits on those for six months first. Then it gets transferred to a, a used bourbon barrel, which we cannot... Uh, name where the barrels are from, but I'm just going to tell you it rhymes with Dappy Van Dinkle. Let's just say that. <laughs> I saw them back there. I wasn't going to say it. We, we did resource 23-year-old bourbon barrels, so it sits in those for the next year, and there's nothing like it in America. There's Nobody makes this. Nobody chairs their own oak and sits on there. So. Well, the aroma here is on this American whiskey, very sweet, 
definitely a little bit of maple on the nose. A little caramel, I'll say cheers to you. Cheers. Take a sample. Wow, is that, there is, that is un-freaking believable. <laughs> Crazy. That's crazy good, I tell you. What the hell are you putting in your, your, your spirits here? Because there's no bite whatsoever on this. You know, we, we don't say too much anymore because we did have a couple of people copy us, and I know that sounds arrogant, but I don't tell as much as I used to, but we do go through great lengths to make what we make, and nobody else does it. Well, I can tell you that at the Cigar Dave Alpha Pleasure Fest on the water at Buffalo Riverworks back in August, you had, we, I think we sampled the smoked bourbon whiskey. You had the American whiskey. What else did you have? I'm trying to remember. Uh, we had the American, we had the 50-50, and we had the 2X. But you never got a chance to drink the 2X or the 50-50, I don't think. But you definitely tasted the smoked bourbon. I did. And I, at the show, I did the American whiskey. Everyone came up to me and said, off the charts, phenomenal. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, Alpha Pleasure Fest as much as we enjoyed having you there. Oh, that was a great, that was a great festival. I wanted to eat the pig that was roasting all day so bad. That's all I could do is look at that pig turning on the spit. Well, we can arrange that next year, Ross, no problem at all. And in fact, uh, we've already got the date uh, that we're going to announce very soon for the 2018. And hopefully, Ross, will get your participation as well because it was, it was a wonderful event. And by then, you may have a new uh, spirit out. Who knows? I will definitely be back and we will have uh, at least three new spirits out our straight rye straight bourbon and we have some barrel aged gin that i have to tell you is unbelievable well if it's like every one of these other spirits we've sampled there's no doubt in my mind and again i did sample right out of the barrel the barrel proof uh rye and that was incredible and when you finally get that out of the barrel and cut that with water that's going to be great what, what's the final proof do you think that's going to be on that i believe our rye and bourbon are going to be 90 proof so you, 90 proof. Yeah, so you get the most for your money, but we don't want it so hot that people can't drink it. All right, next up, we're going to go to the, did we have the 50-50? Yep. We did. No, no we, we did not. So this is our other take on our American whiskey. One's 100% corn. The 50-50 is 50% corn, 50% New York State wheat. So there's just a sweeter uh, wheat-forward uh, style whiskey. All right, we'll say cheers. Cheers. All right, take a sip of the 50-50. Definitely a different nose on this 50-50 with the wheat and the corn. I'll sip it. Yeah, you get that corn sweetness. Let me go back to the American whiskey. Both smooth, but that wheat tames it down a little bit. It still retains that sweetness. Yep, that's exactly right. The wheat makes it a totally different uh, sweet type of product down the line. So you have a straight 100% corn for the people who don't. So for some people, bourbons are too sweet for them. So we did 100% corn and then the 50-50. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the general each month, delivered straight to your door when you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. For just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, 
a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device you can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. Now we move into, I love them all, but this smoked bourbon whiskey, Lieutenant Gary, uh, at the Friday night crew party that we have at uh, Cigar Mother Piera's residence, brought a bottle of the Southern Tier Distilling Smoked Bourbon Whiskey. And he said, General, you got to sample this. I sampled it immediately, blew me away, at which point I then told everybody else at the party, you got to sample this. Even people that weren't big whiskey drinkers loved it. It was absolutely sensational. So I'll say cheers as you tell us about it. Cheers. So what we did here is uh, it is a legal bourbon, and to be a bourbon, it ha the mash has to be 51% corn or more. It has to be in a virgin white oak barrel. It has to have a char, not a toast like you would see in a wine or a brandy. Um, after that, we went 80% corn, 16% cherrywood smoked malt, and 4% chocolate malt like you would see in a porter or stout beer. And those grains really make it through the still. It, and it's also the best smelling day that we ever mash in. When we grind that specialty grain, it's incredible. The whole place smells great. It's got some nice sizzle on the palate, got that smokiness. But again, not overpowering. The one thing I've noticed, Ross, none of your spirits, whether they are a neutral grain spirit, the vodka, the gin, or your whiskeys, none of them are overpowering. They're very pleasant. They can all be sipped straight up, neat in a snifter. Absolutely. Subtle is the best way to go. You don't want hot spirits and you don't want a flavor that melts your taste buds. All right, next up we go to the maple age spirit, which you can't legally call it a rum. So give us a little explanation on this. This is amazing stuff. It's our most expensive to make. It's uh, 6,000 pounds of blackstrap molasses um, and 250 gallons of New York State maple syrup, which we actually bought right up the road from the brewery and distillery. Uh, the molasses gets distilled twice because it's such a harsh flavor the first time, so we distill it a second time with the maple syrup. It then goes into the uh, used barrels we were talking about, and it sits in those for about a year. And it is, it, it, what it is is a true plantation-style aged rum. Well, the aroma on this, the molasses you can get, a little bit of that, uh, that maple syrup. Let's say cheers. Cheers. Take a sip here. Oh, 
I will put these on my pancakes. If I eat pancakes and, and waffles, I used to, no, no more. But if I did, I can tell you that I would put this on and it would go much better than Aunt Jemima or Log Cabin, I'll tell you that. No, that's true. Actually, a, a local restaurant, a fine restaurant, has been uh, cooking with it in one of their desserts. So it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like a liqueur. It's so fine and naturally sweet that it's just kind of amazing. Well, I think that without any question, this maple-aged spirit, which is similar to a rum, you could do a lot of desserts with this without any question that would really add a lot to it. What do you get for a bottle of this maple-aged spirit? This is our most expensive product because it costs so darn much to make. That's 45 bucks a bottle. Um, totally worth it, though. And I'm sure you can't keep it in stock. We sell a lot of it. And there's a new rum that you're working on as well that we will have. Uh, I'll take a little sip of that. Why not? And this is a 100% rum. This is a silver rum. Very unique. I did taste it earlier. We'll do one more, but very, very different take on rum than, say, a Bacardi. Yeah, so what we did here is we used blackstrap molasses, and we distilled it several times. So we still had a lot of flavor, but the multiple distillations, and we polished it with just a tiny amount of carbon so we could make it very smooth at the same time. So you have flavor, but you don't have a burn. What's interesting is the aroma using this blackstrap molasses. Very, very different than a regular sugarcane uh, rum. Very different aroma. Yeah, what, what that lets you do is a lot of people, that, uh, mixology is a huge thing now. So if you can impart flavor and smoothness in the same product, people love it because they can put, say the recipe only takes a half ounce, they still get that flavor out of that rum. Outstanding. And any of these spirits from Southern Tier, even if the vodka is straight up or the two times hop, the gin, their whiskeys, Perfect pairing of cigars. And speaking of cigars, after the Pleasure Fest, the following Tuesday, you had a big cigar event, an outdoor cigar event under a tent. That was your first ever cigar and spirit event. How did that go? Oh, my God, did we kill it. Uh, Smoke and Bear came down um, probably about an hour from here. Uh, people loved it. Ten outside. We had hors d'oeuvres, a ton of cigars. We asked the people what they thought, and they demand another one in October, so we're going to do it again. Well, I'll tell you what, I think we've got to bring you down. We've got the uh, Alpha Pleasure Fest that we do in Tampa. February, I think it's going to be February 4th, 2018. It is the day before Super Bowl. It's the first Saturday of February. Now, I realize the weather is spectacular in Lakewood, New York, in early February, and it may be difficult to try to convince you to come down to a 65, 70-degree Tampa, but maybe we can bring you down to participate and do some samplings, even though they can't get the spirit down there right now. Maybe we can convince you to come down as well. You know what? I've been looking for excuses to go on a trip for the distillery. So uh, that along with Pittsburgh, I think I'm there. But do me a favor. Don't bring your mittens, your gloves, or the little ice scraper in the back of the car. You will not need it in the Cigar City of Tampa in early February. Ross Seeley, the managing partner and uh, one of the distillers here at Southern Tier Distilling. I appreciate so much you taking the time to give me the tour and the tasting and uh, your great hospitality. It was indeed fantastic. And uh, we look forward to seeing you hopefully down in Tampa. That'll be great. I do have something for you since you've made the trek all the way from Florida. This is one of our uh, signed uh, edition, first edition smoked bourbon ever made. The top is waxed. You don't get to open this one. If you do, I'm not giving I'm never opening this. This is going to sit in my command center alpha office, and you've got all the distillers that signed it. You have Finn Mink, the founder of Southern Tier, myself, and the distiller. So this is for you. Many thanks, and I'm just going to look at this. 
But I can tell you one thing, that I, I'm definitely going to get some of these other ones that will have beat Command Center Alpha and a beautiful pullover, which is great, which I will use. It gets a little cooler in the uh, – it gets cool. When I say cool down in Tampa, well, Ross, it gets down to like 60, yeah, 65. And, and, and Floridians are, need a winter coat when it's 65. So yeah, it, It's a little bit different, but I'll tell you what. If you come down to the Alpha Pleasure Fest that we have at Shelter Aviation on the flight line, I'll guarantee you that uh, – there's not going to be any snow. That I, can, I can't guarantee the temperature, but I can guarantee there's not going to be any snow, ice, or sleet. All right, let's make it a deal. Sounds great. Ross Seeley, the uh, managing partner and one of the uh, distillers here at Southern Tier Distilling, as we enjoyed an incredible uh, distillery tour, as well as a tasting of their Southern Tier vodka, their citrus gin, their London dry gin, their two-times hop-flavored hop whiskey, their small-batch American whiskey, their small-batch 50-50 whiskey, their smoked bourbon whiskey, their maple-aged spirit, as well as their silver rum. I really had a fantastic time and enjoyed the hospitality of Ross Seeley and everyone up at Southern Tier Distillery in Lakewood, New York. Their spirits off the charts. Next week, we will talk with Dave and Will Willis from Bully Boy Distilling up in Boston. Another great story and some great tastings. It is going to be a tough weekend in the Sunshine State of Florida. This weekend, it's going to be the Hurricane Irma State of Florida. And along the southeast, wherever you are, we hope that you are safe. We hope that you are secure. We will all get through this. Fear not. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. To all those in the path of Hurricane Irma, stay safe.